Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. Rudy Giuliani's two Soviet-born Florida-based associates, Igor Fruman and Lev Parnas, were arrested at Dulles Airport outside Washington with one-way tickets out of the country. U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman accused them of conspiring to inject foreign money into the U.S. election. They sought political influence not only to advance their own financial interests, but to advance the political interests of at least one foreign official, a Ukrainian government official who sought the dismissal of the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine. Fruman and Parnas allegedly concealed the true source of a $325,000 donation to a pro-Trump super PAC. Yeah, it's not a good look. Let's be 100% honest. Right? We can be honest here, right? Like, I pride myself. Uh, I'm not here screaming for one team or the other. I just want the truth. Whatever I think is going to work best for us, that's what I'm for. I mean, that, that's the reality of it. This whole thing with Giuliani and these two characters, this is not a good look. This is not. You've got a guy who's been on TV so much for the last, well, for the last several months, but really over the last couple weeks or so since this whole Ukraine thing, saying stuff. I, I Today I talked to somebody who is an absolute rabid Trump supporter. Like you could not believe. And he said, Giuliani needs to go away and shut up because he's entangled Trump. He's got Trump in some serious problems here. And this is not a good look. Because it's not. It's not a good look at all. I think we can all agree with that. This is just kind of a weird thing. So wait a minute here. You have two friends that are Soviets, your business acquaintances or whatever. You had dinner yesterday and lunch yesterday at a Trump hotel. They go to the airport. They're arrested because they were on their way to Vienna, but they're one-way tickets. You were supposed to fly out today, Rudy. There's a reason your lawyer has a lawyer. So they've been indicted. It doesn't mean Trump is guilty of anything or not. But it's not a good look. Can we all agree that it's not a good look? When everybody around you in some way, shape, or forms ends up in some sort of trouble, that probably doesn't bode well for, how should I say this, for your choosing of friends and acquaintances. Again, doesn't mean he's guilty of anything. you got to play this whole thing out. And that's what it should be about. Playing it all out, seeing what's going on. But they say a lot here. In this. What we learned today in the charging documents is that in the middle of last year, Lev Parnas, he asked a congressman to help with an effort to get the Ukraine, the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine fired. In the months after that, he and Rudy Giuliani were part of a group that tried to dig into dirt, as we know, on Joe Biden and some others. Hmm. Now, on the Joe Biden side of things, the Washington Examiner, which is very conservative, has come out and said that Joe Biden apparently... Uh, the whistleblower worked for Joe Biden. I don't know how true that is. They say he's a CIA analyst. Other people saying he had nothing to do with the CIA. Again, we don't know who the whistleblower is. That's the whole point of them having anonymity in a situation like this. 
There's lots. And it's so funny because the thing that drives me crazy is you can't ask a question because it does feel a little uncomfortable, some of these things. Well, they did it. Now, I don't want the ad hominem kind of argument. Well, they did it, so we did it, so we're even kind of thing. No. If they did something wrong, whoever they are, and you do something wrong, it doesn't make either one of you right. Right? I mean, as a kid, did you teach your kids that? Right? If, if, if this kid did something wrong and you felt that you, too, should be able to do something wrong, in the end, both are wrong. That's it. You can't even question, though. That's what I found out about this. You can't even dare question any of this. But I think we can all agree the Giuliani thing and the connection is not a good look for Trump. The other thing that doesn't seem to be a good look for Trump and a lot of conservatives, Christian conservatives, uh, and a lot of other people on the Republican side are coming out and saying, yeah, this whole thing with uh, Syria and the Kurds, eh, not a good look. The Turkish president's defiance, warning Europe that if it calls this an invasion, he'll open his borders and send 3.6 million refugees their way. Already tens of thousands are on the move. We met Najat Suleiman and her family. She says they fled after seeing civilians and children targeted in the strikes. She asks us, why did the Americans flee? Her 11-year-old son Mustafa lost his voice after hours of screaming in fear. With a strained voice, he tells us he was afraid for his life. It's not. They say 40 to 60,000 have fled. I've seen some pictures from there. I got to be honest, some of it is just, it's it's tough look. I don't know what's going to happen with ISIS. They're worried about a massive jailbreak. And Erdogan is just basically telling everybody, hey, you know what? Go ahead. Say anything to me. I'll turn everybody loose. We'll just let them run through here and flood. Now, Trump promised, right? Did he not promise in his great, and what did he say? Great, omnipotent being, wisdom, what was it? Something like great and infinite wisdom. Or that's something. right. That's, that's not right. exactly it, but yeah, yeah close enough. Like that. that he was going to come hard at Erdogan if he did anything. And I think Erdogan went and came after him and said, try it. Well, what are you going to do? I know they're trying to figure some stuff out with sanctions, as well they should. And the Europeans are looking here going, well, hold on a second. You guys promised the Kurd stuff. You didn't do what you... You know, have said you abandoned them, you left them, and now we could pay the price because Erdogan could go, well, I'm just going to open the doors and let everybody out. That's not a win for anybody. It isn't. It isn't at all. If I'm Trump right now, I'm focusing on the economy and immigration. And we're going to talk about immigration a little bit. That's Those are my main focuses. Trying to get an infrastructure deal down, showing that you're trying to work with the likes of Pelosi and Schumer. And doing and taking that playbook from Clinton, which is, hey, uh, you know what? Other people are dealing with that. I am solely dealing with the work of the American people. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. You can tweet us. A lot of stuff to get to tonight, including immigration, because it's really interesting uh, what uh, McAleenan said today when he was talking about immigration and the numbers that you hear. You're like, wow, that is insane. That is great. That's what I would be doing if I'm in. I'm talking about that all day long. We should be. Because remember, just eight weeks ago, it was like the world's coming to an end and everybody's in a concentration camp down there. Well, guess what? Numbers have changed. We're going to talk about that as well as your favorite Halloween candy. Also, we're going to address some of the homeless problems here and where we are as far as ranking 
for homeless problems right here in Phoenix. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It is the Chad Benson Show. It's Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News. 92.3 FM. Is it the Chad? Is it the Chad? It might be the Chad. The Chad. The Chad was great. <laughs> The Chad Benson Show, where independent a la carte thinkers have a seat at the table and a voice in the dialogue. I'll have what she's having. This is Chad Benson. The Chad. Chad. Reese's peanut butter cups lap the field when it comes to the favorite Halloween treat for Americans. In a new Mammoth poll, 36% of respondents chose Reese's cups, compared to 18% for runner-up Snickers and 11% for M&Ms. Always controversial candy corn was the favorite among 6% of respondents. That's equal to Hershey bars and slightly more popular than Skittles. When it comes to Halloween itself, just 8% or 1 in 10 Americans say it's their favorite holiday, but 37 percent say it's one of their favorites it's one of my favorites it's my favorite i halloween i love thanksgiving because it's just it's a feel like the ramp up you know it's like halftime and then of course the the crescendo of christmas it's it's i love it i'm so excited my room's being decorated last year i won the costume contest uh what did you dress up as last year i wore i had a giant trump head and i wore a clown outfit I don't remember saying that. Yeah. How did I miss it? So, Chad, that was mean. It was actually it's pretty awesome. Uh, so you think he's a clown? Okay, everybody, sarcasm. Are we? I feel like we're lost with sarcasm anymore. It yeah, does totally. seem hard to. Like yeah. it's 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 really it's tough. Like people don't identify it. Like you know, like sometimes you know, like when you do some sarcasm and people kind of give it. Like when the, we talk to a dog. And you think the dog kind of turns his head like, oh, my God, it's starting to understand. Then you realize it's a dog. He doesn't understand mm-hmm. what you're saying. You know, it's like it's, it's totally crazy. So here's the thing. I Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are my favorite. I love Halloween. As a kid, though, and you guys, did you guys trick or treat? I mean, I mean, is, I mean, you know, I mean, did you guys really get into it like we did? Heck, yeah. We got into trick or treating. How to get all the candy I got to get. Yeah. Pennies. Remember when people just give you pennies and you're like, I'm going to have to come back and throw an egg at your house later. No, I got dollars. You got pennies? Oh, yeah. I got dollars. Oh, yeah. oh I got dollars, too, at some place. There, okay, uh, the lady, uh, Carol, the, was Carol Burnett's, like, sidekick? The, Vicki the, Lawrence. Vicki Lawrence. She, down in Long Beach, used to give Snickers bars full ones with, mm-hmm. like, a $5 bill wrapped around it. Wow. Yeah, she was rolling deep. It was back in the day. It was like, whew, as a kid, you're like, I don't need to work the rest of the year. Like, you know, but you're a kid. But it's like, it was awesome. But come on, there's some people who give you, you know, pennies and nickels. And God, there's just some, I always do wonder, it's like, why do you even bother? Like, you know, people put out like loose jelly beans, mm. you know, it's like they just, oh, they just went in their pocket and like whatever they got. Like, Isn't that sometimes lint. elderly people though? Maybe yeah. they didn't plan ahead and they're giving you those little peppermints they picked up at Olive Garden, you know, or oh, something, you know. those are the worst, Yeah, because that's all they have. Oh, they didn't, they didn't plan ahead. Oh, that is just, I've gotten some stuff though, man. What's the best thing you ever got? You get full stuff. When you remember that, you know the houses, and you know the houses, right? The full candy bars. Yeah, yeah. You're like we're going to this house next year. We are. I, but it's just weird because you don't see trick or treaters like you used to. No, I know, and it makes me sad because I love trick or treat. Yeah. We get all you know fixed up for it. I decorate the yard. We sit out on the patio. We're all waiting, and I just think in our neighborhood, everybody's grown up and moved away. It's we don't have too many little. When kids I was anymore. in Palm Springs, there is a place in Cathedral City, which is right next to Palm Springs, and it is like going back to the seventies. There, there's four, five hundred, a thousand kids on every street. 
It is a zoo. It's like a block party. I have never seen. I took Jack when he was like three, and it was the most. You you'd wait five minutes in line mm-hmm. to get candy at each store. Yeah, it is insane. Now every now and then you'll see something pull into the neighborhood, and like. 30 kids will get out yeah. of a truck or a van or something. And some people hate that, and I'm like, bring them on. That's I it. got I all this too. candy. I'm ready to give it to you. Yeah, I love it, too. It's awesome. It's awesome. God, I can't be so excited. So, Zoe, you're cursed right now. Not So, for these you don't know, Zoe has his – okay, tell everybody about your football pickums. So, uh, we do a, a podcast, uh, you know, Cubert and the Zoe, and we also do pickums here at the at the station where we pick what teams you think are going to win this weekend in the NFL. Now, on Thursday nights, uh, for those of you who don't keep score, the Cran – is awful. How awful are you? I am 0-5 this year. 0-5 Ooh. this year. You would think just on accident you were going to get one right, but you're 0-5. But you and I are huge Patriot fans. The Patriots are playing tonight. They're up 7 to nothing right now. And who did you pick? I picked the New England Patriots. I just threw something at you. I, I just And they look awful. Minus the kick, block, block kick, they look awful. But they're winning 14-0 right now. Still, I am good. breaking the Zoe curse tonight. Zoe curse. He's awful. He's Is awful. there a prize for the worst season when it's all said and done? You might win that at very Hey, I won week least. one in the pickums. I just bat on Thursday nights. Thursday nights are awful. Oh, gotcha. You guys could check out their podcast. It's pretty cool, actually. They're getting much better at it. First time I listened, I was like, it was awful. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but he kept coming back for more. They did. So. No, it's actually really good. It's really good. And it's good. It's a good, quick listen. They give you all kinds of breakdowns of the games. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Feeling confused? No worries. That's why he's here. This is the Chad Benson Show. Setting things straight. Washington Swamp has been trying to nullify the results of a truly great and democratic election, the election of 2016. They're trying. They're not getting very far. That right there, Becky is the, was it the great and honorable, what does he say himself as? The wisdom keeper of the world? I just unmatched. Great and unmatched. Trump in, in Minnesota tonight. He's in Minnesota, eh? How's it going? Hey, I'm in Minnesota. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So he's taking on the squad right now. He's still, hey, he's got a huge base, and the people love him. His base loves him. It's, it's, it is, it is great. I still, you know, Elizabeth Warren could put some people in the, in the seats right now, but not everywhere. But uh, he can still get a crowd going. That's for damn sure. That is for damn sure. But he, well, that's because he's great and unmatched. Mm -hmm. That's pretty funny, though. I just, we were talking about like just the gall to say something. I know. Like that. I just, I could not believe it. I looked at it two or three times and went, did he really, really tweet that? Seriously? Like that? That's insane. Wow. I can't believe he did that. So, with all the craziness going on, and I'm Donald Trump. So, like, you know, so if I'm Donald Trump, the smart thing to do is to go, all right, all right, all right. Let me figure something out. I'm going to go out and pull the playbook out of what. Clinton did. And I'm going to go work for the American people. Talk about the economy. We're growing. Things are going good. I'm not going to talk about the Ukraine. I'm not. I'm not going to talk anything about the Ukraine. And if somebody and here's the thing, and and I'd be telling Trump, Trump, here's the thing. If somebody asks you a question, boom, just turn and go, right? Just turn, just walk away. Deflect, 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 deflect. Just turn and walk away. 
Somebody asks you a question. Sorry. Hey, we're talking about the economy. I'm working for the American people. Pelosi, Schumer, and I, we're going to sit down. We're going to talk. We're talking about infrastructure. We're talking about all kinds of things. Did you guys hear about what's going on when it comes to the border? This is Kevin McAleenan talking about. Remember how many kids were at the border and all of these things? At one time it was 2,700. I wonder how many are there now. That, I wonder. How many kids in custody? Uh, we had 88 yesterday morning. 88, down from? Down from 2,700 at the peak of the crisis in the first week of June. The facilities are incredible. We added 6,000 temporary spaces for families and children to have a much better situation so we don't have vulnerable populations and border patrol stations. Uh, but the key was Congress finally acting and giving us that supplemental funding so our partners at Health and Human Services mm-hmm. could create additional bed space for those unaccompanied children. Think about that for a second. 2,700, we've got 88. And on top of that, we've increased everything. We're down 80% as far as families coming across the border. I would talk about it's working. Us working with Mexico, doing the things we need to do, it's working. People aren't coming here in droves, and this is what we're focusing on. We want to fix the system that's been broke for years. We want to do the same thing with infrastructure and actually have real jobs that are shovel-ready, not pretend jobs that are Do the things that you need to do. Talk about your wins. Stop talking about everything else. And you don't have to answer any question, right? You don't. By the way, that whole thing with Apple today, Becky, is absolutely appalling. I know. That's, that was why I put, dropped that story in the newscast. It was, and if you guys haven't heard, wow. it, yesterday, in the last two days, too, there's a Chinese team playing here. People have worn Hong Kong shirts and taken signs. One couple was escorted from the building in Philadelphia. And last night, a couple at the uh, Cap Center in Washington had their signs taken away that just said, you know, you know, support Hong Kong. This is our country. That's that's here. Yes. Yeah. Not not in China. Here in America. Yeah. That and, happened. And Tim Cook's like, Duh. you know what Steve Jobs would have said? Yeah. Yeah. He would have followed the South Park rule. He would have. And I, I'm telling you, Steve Jobs would have looked right at him and said, OK, fine. And the next day he would have been like, let's call India and see if they would like to manufacture some yeah, of our stuff. You're absolutely right. Which is what we should be have. doing. It's absolutely what we should be doing. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson. Ciao is your Twitter. What do you think? If you are on the right side of the aisle, I like to get your perspectives, and you can tweet and text them. If you're on the right side of the aisle right now, and Trump is removed from office, or he doesn't win, how are you going to take that? And if you're on the left side of the aisle, and he isn't removed from office, and he does win again, how are you going to take that? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Chad Benson Show, Arizona's news station. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Got that sniffling, sneezing, stuffy head thing going on? Time for your daily dose of vitamin chat. Reports are now coming in of people having no cell service. That was a concern going into the big power outages. Cell towers need power to operate, and for a while they can run off of backup batteries or generators, but eventually those begin to fade away, and it appears that may be happening in some areas where folks are unable to make cell phone calls. I just want everybody to understand what that's got to be like. Because we live in a world where, and I say it all the time, I talk about it to everybody all the time, you leave your wallet at home, you're going to go to work. You are. You're like, ah, if I need 10 bucks, I can borrow lunch, you know, money from somebody to get lunch, this, that, and the other. You leave it, your lunch at home. Eh, it is what it is, right? You leave your cell phone at home, you will turn around and go get it and be late to work. So imagine now having juice potentially in your phone, if you could even have that, and no cell tower for it to work off of. 
or having a cell tower that's spotty at best right now because of all the craziness with PG&E and then having no juice. This is how The Walking Dead started. That's all it is. The Walking Dead is just a bunch of people walking around and their cell phones don't work and they're just upset and angry and, and they're just walking around because they, just, just, they don't know what to do with themselves. No! And I, I tweeted out about this because, I mean, think about it. There's a million people in the fifth largest economy in the world that are without power, spotty at best some days, right now because it'll be on for a little bit it's off there's no rhyme or reason it's it's windy over here it's not windy and we go through a lot of the same thing now granted we're a desert it's a little bit different where they are but it is my show in the morning is in sacramento in the northern california area and i do show for 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 several stations there and it's just hearing from them and the frustration with pg and e i mean you know we can get mad at you know a lot of things but this is the this is insane. Like, this isn't Haiti, right? This isn't North Korea. Right? This is Napa Valley. This is wine country. And we have no power. Well, they're worried about it. And, here's, and this is the other thing. And this is, this is the beauty of living here in Arizona. That's why I, I just absolutely love it. My family loves it here. We love it here. Jack never wants to move. He just loves it here. Is we don't have the craziness and the chaos that they have with so much of their politics, right? Because it is a one-party state, but it's one-party rule in so bizarre ways. So when the big paradise fire happened, and it was awful last year, and you had deaths, and the year before that you had big fires up in Napa and Santa Rosa and the whole night. When all of that stuff happened, when you'd hear Cal Fire talk about it, they would say, yeah, PG&E did this, and they did. They put, they put profits you know, ahead of people. They knew that their equipment sucked. They knew that was, there was a lot of issues there. But the other thing that nobody ever wants to talk about is the fact that the environmentalists and certain agencies wouldn't let Cal Fire and others have control burns to clear the, essentially the, the fuel and the food for the fires if they were started. So... Not only is it a situation where you have a company that absolutely ignored for years their equipment being faulty and knew that there was, they just figure at some point in time it's going to happen, we'll deal with it, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But then you had agencies that prohibited them from going out and at least having stuff burned down to a point where if it sparked, they could get a hold of it easier. And they're still having troubles with that. God, that is just insane. Yeah, you know, the California Air Resource Board, they wouldn't let people, they wouldn't let them burn. They were worried about the air quality, right? And then you had the environmentalists coming in and said, no, you can't do that because of wildlife, this, that, and the other. And so what you have is just this overgrowth of stuff. And then you have all this equipment. And they're like, this could be the new norm. And I'm like, the new norm? My family still lives there. They're just like, oh, God. I talk to people every day who are just like, I talked to two, two of my friends who, who, are, who are host up there, host a big show. They were like, it's windy at my house, and I have full power. And the other guys go, we haven't had wind for days, and they cut my power. So it's no rhyme or reason for any of it. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You can tweet at us. Do love hearing from every single one of you. I do, I do, I do. So 
I, you know, I don't know what to say about Trump because many of you are texting in about Trump because we talked about it earlier. You know, Trump is, you know, they asked him today about Rudy Giuliani and these two guys. From what I heard, I just heard about this. They said, we have nothing to do with it. We're totally, we have nothing to do with it. We have nothing, nothing. And they asked him, do you know these guys? I don't know any of those guys. I'm just thinking, I, I, and I talked about it earlier with the entire situation with Giuliani. I just ask myself sometimes, like, what the hell happened to him? Like, what happened to you, Rudy? I'm curious as to what took place in your life. You were America's mayor, and now you're a caricature of yourself. You're running around. You're hanging out with Soviets. I like the fact they called them Soviets in a couple because they were born so long ago, apparently, that there was still the Soviet Union. So instead of Russians or Ukrainians, and they're trying to dig up dirt and they're meeting business associates. By the way, if somebody says, I'm meeting a business associate... Right. That's like somebody saying, I'm, you know, uh, I'm going to go see a man about a a job or something like that. I'm going to go get milk. Just feels awkward. But they've been back and forth to Vienna. There's all of the it just it feels like there's stuff here that just it just it doesn't pass the sniff test. Right. You smell something fishy? Kind of. And it doesn't mean that Trump is involved at all, because God knows Rudy might have said, look, you know, I understand what I'm doing here and I'm going to do something. You'll have plausible deniability. And in this day and age, it's not what you know, but what you can prove. And it just again, it's I just what the hell happened to you? Isn't it fair question to ask? Like where? What? How? Ah." Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson show is your Twitter. You could tweet at me. It's the Chad Benson show.